Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifts you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. And um, I can truly remember the time where God spoke to me about Axios Church. It, I didn't know it was that. You know, God didn't say, hey, you're going to plan a church, but he gave me a word. Um, and I, I remember the, the exact time. It wasn't in a church. It wasn't in a small group. I was on, <laughs> I was on my bed reading the word of God in, in this program. And God really just, I, I, there's times in your, in your life you're, that you know that it, it's an experience with God. You know, like, it, it, you know, you know, so there was, I was there, I was crying, like, ah, you know, throwing the hill song in the background, you know, kind of situation. And, um, and, and I'm just writing, I'm just writing. And, and I, I wrote a word down. And, um, and then I, for some reason, I, I, you know, we moved like 85 times, I feel like, Jess, you know, and we throw away stuff, you know. But for some reason, I kept this journal um, in, in, in my just in my junk drawer, you know, kind of situation. Everybody has a junk drawer. And, um, and then in 2000, in 2000, end of 2019, I was at a Southeastern conference here in, in um, I, I went to Southeastern. So as an alumni, we just, you know, kind of just go, set, uh, you know, and just kind of be there and everything. So I was just there, and there was a pastor there that was preaching. His name is Jensen Franklin. He's in um, Georgia. And, um, and he was preaching a, a he was preaching a sermon, and it was he would, the sermon was worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb out of Revelations, and he just kept on saying in any situation worthy is the lamb, and everything. So that word worthy kind of came up, and 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 I was like I, I it kind of sparked something in me, and, and I was like what what's going on? I came that night, and um, I, it was late it was late that night, and I said just I have to find this 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 like little notebook. And I went into my attic. It was in the attic. I went into the attic, and I found it, brushed it off. I went to the page where I knew God spoke to me. And in that page, the word that I put down with tears, I literally marked tears, it was worthy. It was worthy. And in that moment where I didn't know God was speaking, God was already speaking Axios Church when I was 20 years old. You know, and, and to come around and, and, and us leaving this situation, not a situation, leaving uh, this, this season of our life and going into season of rest, that word worthy came into my, you know, to my soul. And, and I, I just identified how God in one season is preparing you for the season to come. So I, I took that and, you know, did some research on the word worthy. And the word axios means worthy of in Greek. It means worthy of and so 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 we said, hey, we, we want people because we've been in ministry so long, you know, we've been in ministry so long that that we we've seen a lot of people feel worthless. It's either in their time or 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 in the church, they feel like they're just not the elite crowd, or they feel like something in their past have has not made them worthy to get to this Jesus, which Jesus says, come as you are. And in the church or in and just in our life, we lost the we lost the meaning of 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 getting people to Jesus. You know, uh, we, we put it, we put uh, so much emphasis on the things we have or so much emphasis emphasis on the programs we have that we miss the essence of what God, uh, what Jesus did on the cross and how he birthed the church out of these disciples. And we miss the simple things of what the gospel is all about. And what the church is supposed to be. 
and we put so many, you know, flashy things. Listen, I love all the lights, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. But when we lose the focus of what the church is, we only become the next entertainment. So that's where Axios Church came from. A, a moment of a, a college student and then we, we came together. And, and the thing is, I know this. I really believe you either rise or you either fall on vision. You either rise or you fall on vision. If there's a lack of vision, there's, there's no direction in your life. There's no direction in a, in, in, in a, in a business. There's no direction in, in, in schooling. If there's no vision, you're not striving for something. You're just going. See, here at Axios, we have a vision. And every decision we make, everything we do, if it doesn't align with the vision, we don't do it. We don't do it. I don't care if other churches are thriving at it. I don't care if other things are, are doing things. If it doesn't align with the vision that God has given us, we don't do it. We're not here to entertain. We're here to point people to Jesus. See, that's where we're here. Our mission here at Axios Church is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. Worth and purpose in God. See, you know, everybody, every, if you go to every business, they have a what? A mission statement. Every business. There's something that they're always pinpointing to. Here at Axios is for us to point people to Jesus, not point people to the pastor. I'll fail you every time. Not pointing people to a worship team because they can be good one day and miss the note the next. <laughs> not you, Josh. Um. It's not pointing to a program. It, those things are resources, but the source here at Axios is pointing people to Jesus. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. A good thing, a good thing about mission and values is something that not only we can live for in our church, but these mission and values can be lived for in your life as well. Where's the direction in your life? Where's the vision in your life? Where's the mission statement of your life? So if you if we don't have these, we can use these that we that we have here at our church as something even for your life as well to really point you and to point you to Jesus and for you to be the person to point others to Jesus as well. See, here in the book of Acts, we see the, the, the modern church as we are right now being birthed out of the disciples. Jesus already ascended to heaven. And Jesus said, hey, go. He gave him this thing called the Great Commission. The Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28, verse 16 and 20, it says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I, will, I, I am with you um, to the very end of the age. See, these people that we, the disciples, he didn't say, hey, all pastors, come along. 
Let's get all the synagogue leaders around. Let's get all the important people. Okay, this is what you have to do. No, these are normal day-to-day people that Jesus himself said, hey, I came and died for this. I want you to go and make disciples, baptizing them. It's a commission not for just the, the people that have the mic. No, it's a commission for each and every one of us. It's our great commission to point people to Jesus. See, here now we see here in the book of Acts, uh, the mission of the church now becoming an action. And it's the first birth of the church that we are in now. Let's go to Acts chapter 2, verse 42 and 47. We're going to be reading here a little bit because I really want to impact and, and show you kind of the direction where we're going for and what our mission and values are. It says here in verse 42, they, they, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship to breaking of bread and prayer. Everyone was filled in awe and at the many wonders and the signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, um, praising God and rejo- praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily to those that were being saved. That's the beginning of the church. There was no light. There was a, it, this is what they did on a constant basis, and we're living in that right now. So here at Axios, we have these things called our core values, our core values. And I believe that these core values are aligned with the beginnings of the church in, in those days, and, and we're living them out right now. Let, let me just go through our core values. If you have a pen and paper and you, you, uh, you, you like our church, you need to know these, okay? Because this is, we, we follow everything around these things, and we're not, we're not going anywhere but here. So our core value, our first core value that we have is Jesus is our message. Jesus is our message. There is no confusion here. I can't do, as the pastor, I can't do anything without Jesus and his word. I'm not going to come up here and give you a a lay me down to sleep patty cake message. I just can't do that. Number one, I'm Puerto Rican. Number two, I'm Pentecostal. All right. My job is not to just tickle your ears with the nice things. My job is to show you the truth. Through his word. And sometimes the word hurts. And sometimes it checks us. And sometimes it makes us have to grow past the ability to pass us right now. See, we have to understand that Jesus is the message, not what we can just manufacture. But if it doesn't align with Jesus, if nothing we do, if, it's, if it doesn't align with Jesus, all the other core values doesn't matter. It does not matter. What you do, if it's not pointing, what we do here, if it's not pointing to Jesus is the message, we don't do it. So number one, Jesus is our message. Number two, prayer is our foundation. Prayer is our foundation. A house has to have a foundation. And here at Axios, it's prayer. It's prayer. Listen, I, I screw up all the time. I don't have it all together. I'm jacked up just like you. 
without prayer, there's no communication. Matter of fact, without prayer, you only do it on your opinion. And let's think about your opinion real fast. Prayer is our foundation. He's the message. He's the thing, what we're pointing to. But if we're not communicating with him, we're not listening to his voice. If we're not listening to what the seasons are, going, if we're not listening to what he wants us to do, we're only going by our opinion and what we think is right. And so right now, this is where some of the ch- some churches are. They're comparing, comparing each other through social media. No, God has given us a lane. God has given us a mission. God has given us a value. And God has given us a piece of this pie that we call the kingdom of heaven. And we're going we're gonna to we're gonna be who God's called us to be. We're going to go with the mission that God. We didn't manufacture these things. God given us, so we need to follow what he's doing. Prayer is our foundation. Number three, community is who we are. Life done alone is very sad. But in community, man, we can do so many, so many things. Communities, that's why groups are important. That's why hangouts are important. That's why coming on a Sunday is so important. I love technology. And the coronavirus got us online, and I'm fine with it. And I appreciate how, because we launched our church online in March. We, did it, we, did, we launched it online, and we had our first in-person service in October. But community brought us together. We, we had a core group of people that just said, hey, we're just going to buy into what God is doing here. And, you, and some of our core team that started with us are still here. Look at all the, the sacrifices and the times that we blood, sweat, and tears. And look how many people are here today. It's crazy. Because it's God. It's all about him. Community is who we are. It's so important. Number, number four, I think it's number four. Four, oh, number four, worth is what we give. Worth is what we give. I hate when somebody feels like they don't feel valued and important. This is my mindset. I guess I'm too simple. If God, it was so important that God made you and created you and made you who you are, it, it should be important to me too. Like he made you. If he didn't want to make you, He would have made you. That means you have worth and you have value. And the worth and value is not not tied into what you can do for the church. Your worth and value is is just who you are. It's just who you are. Sometimes we put our worth and value, if, if you're a good tither, then you have worth and value. You get a seat at the table. Or, or you serve enough, then you have that worth because then you're noticed. No. You have worth because God made you and created you and you have breath in your lungs. I should give you that worth. I should give you and show you that value. So how do we do that? With our, with our compliments. With our words. See, sometimes um, strongholds can be broken by, hey, hey, you look good today. Right? Hey. You came so far to be here, I appreciate you. It's just, it's just showing people that they're valued. It's, 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 it's what we give. And uh, number five, simple is our approach. We put that in the middle just because we, 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 we want to understand that we complicate things sometimes. You know, 
And the reality is, it's not complicated. Jesus, salvation, being nice. <laughs> like, being a, be nice. Here, actually, we, we, we keep it simple. It, it, it's, it's all about the values. It's all about what is really, it's what, it, the main thing is the main thing. And when we stray away from that, man, we're in trouble. Another one is generosity is our default. Generosity is our default. And then people are like, here it goes. This is where the offering come in. Generosity is more than money. Generosity is with compliments. Generosity is with your time. Generosity is with your prayers. Because you could be doing so many other things. But when you take the moments to pray for the church, to pray for your leaders, to pray for, it's, it's, it's our default. We always fall on generosity. And let's talk about money now. Here at Axios Church, we're going to give. We're not going to hoard. Right now, we because it's Vision Sunday, I won't talk about this like all the time, but we're, we're putting money aside to be a blessing to our community. We're about to, in 2021, we're, gonna, we're opening our, our outreach um, and our mission budgets, and we're going to be giving, 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 giving. Our goal this year is to give away $10,000. Give it away. You know why? Because if God is blessing us with it, why are we going to, you're not, we're not building our kingdom, we're building his. So generosity is our default. We always default on generosity. We always default. Another one, serving is our privilege. Serving is our privilege. We don't, we don't, we don't have to do this. We get to do this. We get to do this. Faith is our response. We always respond with faith. Faith. Axios Church is literally on faith. We did not start with a budget. We did not start with a grant. We started with $200 in the bank and a dream. Faith. Whenever, and some of our board members are here, whenever uh, we, we were one month out of launching this church, we're excited. We went through COVID. We went through everything. We went through our interest meetings. We went through it all one month until we launched. We we're supposed to launch. We we're supposed to be having church right now in downtown Lakeland. We had a location. We signed a lease to a building that was supposed to be our kids' church building. One month. I'm getting on, the, I'm getting on this. All right. One month from us launching this church. They come to us and say, hey, we're tripling your rent. In, in our sanctuary location. A week before that, I just signed a three-year lease to our kids' church facility. I, got, <laughs> I called in our board and I said, hey, guess what? We're homeless. <laughs> we have a little building for kids' church. Can we have church here? They're like, no, because the vision is bigger. The vision is bigger. So we had to find a location, and in one month, we ended up at the RP Funding Center. And guess what? That guy that signed the lease, he said, you know what? You've been a good tenant so far. Let's scratch that lease. That don't happen in the middle of COVID when people need money in downtown Lakeland. And we started here. October 25th. Yeah, it was October 25th because it was my parents' anniversary. October 25th, we started here because of faith. 
Last, people are our hearts. People are our hearts. We, we see these core values and they're represented in, in we, they can be represented in this early church model in the book of Acts. How? We're going to go back to the actual verse in, in, in verse um, 40, 42. It says, and they voted themselves to the apostles' teachings. Okay? Right there, Jesus is the message. It's all about Jesus. The apostles were teaching the word of God. It's all about Jesus is the message. And they fellowship together. And that's what? Community is who we are. They brought community in there. They broke bread with one another, and they, and, they, and they devoted themselves to prayer, which is what? Prayer is our foundation. It's our foundation. Everyone was filled with awe and wonder in the signs that were performed by the apostles. They were, they were doing all those by faith. Faith is our response. All the believers were together, and they had everything in common. They had everything in common. They felt comfortable. They felt their worth. They felt their value because worth is what we give. They sold their possessions, and they give and for anybody that's in need, which is generosity is our default. Every day, they came together. They met together in the temple courts. They broke bread together in their homes and ate together, and they were glad with sincere hearts. They did it each and every day because they served one another because serving is our privilege. Pray, um, they praising God, and, and they had favor with all people because people flocked to them because people are our hearts, and they were added with numbers on the daily basis because they dealt with what the simple approach which is all about jesus all our core values are tied into what the foundation of the church in whole is all about culture is everything when we're building something so impactful culture is everything so how do we build a culture through these values in the book, in, in, in book of Numbers, we see these two characters come into play. Their name is Joshua and, and Caleb. And Joshua and Caleb um, advise the Hebrews to proceed immediately to take the land for, for their, the faith in Caleb was rewarded by the promise of descendants. So this is what Caleb and, and, and Caleb and Joshua, they saw the land and Moses said, go inspect the land. And the spies, they, they sent out all these spies, and Joshua and Caleb were the only ones to say, yes, we can. We, yes, we can take the land. The other ones had fear all over them. Here at Axios Church, it's so fearful going out and expecting something and knowing if we're going to obtain it or not. But then there was Joshua and Caleb that said, hey, we might not have all the resources. We might not know how this is going to happen, but guess what? God's on our side, and yes, we can. Yes, we can. So in the, we see the same character, Joshua, in the book of Joshua, is now taking over the reins of Moses, who was first told him to go spy on this land, and they didn't enter into the land. So now Moses is dead, and Joshua is taking the reins over from, from Moses. And Moses was like the leader of all leaders. I mean, people respected Moses. Imagine taking this job when you feel unqualified, and now the guy that you followed and that you served is now dead, and now God is saying, hey, guess what? You're it. Sing it on. You're the one. Joshua first saw the land and had faith and said, let's take it. They didn't take it, but now God said, hey, the land is here in front of you now. Now go possess it. And, and, and here we see, you know, Joshua who was once bold to say, yes, we can take the land, now is kind of in fear because now he's the one that has to make the decisions. 
But God gave Joshua a declaration over that fear, and it's the declaration that's for us in this vision. How can we take our values? How can we take our mission? And how can we move forward here in Lakeland, Florida, to, to bring a church that is full of hope, full of life, and, and that we can be a light in our community? How can we take this? And God says to Joshua, and he says it to us, the two words that we need to do is this, be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. In Joshua 1, verse 11, we see um, God giving Joshua, he said, hey, Moses is dead. Moses is dead. You, you need to be strong and courageous. Take the land. He said multiple times, Joshua, you need to be strong and then to be courageous. From, and then also, I see this, this great theologian that I, I follow a lot, and, and he, man, he's amazing. I mean, word of God, and his name is um, Walt Disney. Um, he said it like this. It's kind of fun to do the impossible. It's kind of fun to do the impossible. Axios Church, it's impossible. COVID, no resources, no this, no people, no th- it's impossible. But what if you look at the impossible and say, hey, let's try it. It's kind of fun. That's what Joshua and Caleb did. They're like, hey, the grapes are huge. There's giants in the land, but guess what? Have you seen the grapes? We will accomplish this mission of the goals of our church and in your life as well if you're strong and courageous. How, where do we need to be strong in? Number one, we need to be strong in our declaration. What we say and the power we say it determines the outcome of our situation. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 says, Let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only such to, uh, for good and building up, fit for every occasion, that it may be grace for those who hear it. Matthew chapter 12 verse 37, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. And Psalms chapter 19 verse 14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, the rock of my redeemer. Our declaration matters to the mission. What we we must declare the promises of God over this church and in our lives, and not just focus on what's in front of us. Because what's in front of us, it, it, it's a wall. But we got to see past the wall and look at his promises. And here at Axios Church, we will have a building, God willing. And here at Axios Church, we will have a staff, God willing. We will have a state-of-the-art kids facilities, if God's will. We will be having a thriving youth ministry here at Axios. We will have strong marriages in this church. We will follow God's words. We will follow his voice. We will have people that come to Jesus. We will build community. We are declaring these things over our mission that God's given us. We declare what we don't see. And people think we're crazy, and I am crazy. But we have to have faith in this. John chapter 20, verse 29 says it like this. Jesus said to him, have you believed, have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those that have not seen and yet have believed. We have to declare before we see. We have to be decla- that God is working something for this church on the other side. We don't even see it. All he's told us to be is faithful. Come Sunday and, and be faithful. Come Sunday and, and be faithful. That's why your attendance matters. Well, when you're not here, well, you're missed. Because the consistency and the faithfulness of now is preparing us for the blessings of tomorrow. 
We also need to be strong in our belief. Be strong. There's going to come a time, and it's very, very soon. Look at our world. Yeah, we're going to have to fight for what we believe in. We have been blessed in this country, in our, in our city, to, to just kind of be freely. You know, be free in church and everything. But there's going to come a time where you either, you, you either stand up for what you believe in or you'll crumble for, for what you don't believe in. Like, we, we have to be strong in our belief. We have to have an unwavering belief in what we believe. There is going to be a time where we're going to have to be challenged with what we believe in. And what are we going to stand on? Here at Axios Church, we have an unwavering in what we believe in. We believe in that Jesus is the Savior. We believe that he came in the form of a baby from a virgin. We believe that he lived a sinless life. We believe that he was tortured and hung on a cross, which he, did, he didn't deserve, but he freely gave it for our sins. We believe that he didn't, he didn't stay there, but he got in a tomb, and on the third day, he rose again, and he beat um, death, hell, and the grave, and ascended to heaven, and he's an advocate to, uh, for us to the Father. We have to have a belief with no hesitation, with no remorse. We believe that he's coming again, and we believe that we will, serve, we will live eternity with him. That's what we believe. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and, uh, 9 and 10 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that he raised him from the dead, you will be saved. We believe in salvation. We believe in redemption. We believe in his Holy Spirit. We believe in everything that the word. I can't believe that some churches like skip over some stuff. It's like it's in the Bible. It's like, um, yeah, do that. Oh, I don't like that. So we're going to go there. That's called theology. We can't change this. We have to live for what this is all about. It's our belief in who we are. We need to be strong in what we believe because one day we're going to have to fight for what we believe in. So we have to be strong. We have to be strong in our stand, in our stance. We have to stand for truth and not opinions. We have to be strong in our stand. We don't fall on the popular thing. We fall on the right thing. We don't fall what, what somebody says or, or a, a politician or what. That's great. We, we need to support. Do whatever we got to do. I don't care. If it doesn't align with that word, I ain't doing it. Because at the end of the day, I'm part of the kingdom of heaven. And I'm going to see Jesus face to face. We're all going to see Jesus face to face one day and give an account what we did here. And when, I, when Jesus says, when I see Jesus, I want to say, good, hey, good job. Good and faithful servant. I don't want to go with it because here's the thing. In the word of God, it talks about in the last days, there's going to be people that are going to rise up that are going to probably speak truth, but there's just itching your ears. We, we, the only truth we go is here. We don't go by what people say. Listen, when, whenever, whenever I preach to you, go and like check me. That's great. That's what we're supposed to do. We, we have to check everything through his word. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13 and, and 14 says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that, you, um, that, that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. And when it also says, and after you have done um, everything to stand, it says what? Stand firm. It says, you, you've done everything to stand. Guess what? Keep on standing. Keep on standing. Keep on standing for what you believe in. 
Those are the things we need to be strong in. What are some things we need to be courageous in? We need to be courageous in our faith. We have to have unthinkable faith. We have to have crazy faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, And without faith, it's impossible to please God. In Mark chapter 11, verse 22, verse 24, and Jesus, and Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown in the sea and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Faith makes us trust in God past our abilities and even our mindset. There's times where we call it the crazy Saturdays with me and my wife, because there's times the enemy fights us. Nobody's gonna show up. Everything's gonna break down. We tear up and tear down. We get here at 5.30. You wanna join the Deloden team? Faithfulness, serving is our privilege. <laughs> the enemy come in to fight because he knows that not this church is going to grow in numbers. Numbers is not what it's all about. But it's going to be an impact. And we're going to come against some things that the enemy is trying to steal from our community, our church, and in our lives. We're going full force on this thing. We're not patty cake, caking. No, we're going and we're following what God has said. We have to be courageous. In our faith, that's how we even got here at Athio Church. Number, number two, we need to be courageous in our hope. And it's hopeless all around. But when we're courageous in our hope, we have an unshakable hope. We don't live by what we, what we see. We live by what he says. What he says. We live and activate an unshakable hope. By his, grace, by his grace and his mercy in our life. We have a hope because he's good. We can keep on going being hopeful because he, he's, he, he knows the end. He's already, he knows the end of the story. We win. We win. And last, we need to be courageous. So important. We need to be courageous in our unity. There's so much division. There's so much division. We have to live in unbelievable unity in our church. Enemy hates when you're unified. So we need to fight and fight and fight for unity. We need to fight for unity. It, there's no option. We will win or we will fall if we're not. We, we have to be unified. In the mission and the values that God has given us, be strong and be courageous with the mission he has given our church. So in life and in your life, in, in, in your mission statement of your life, all I say is write some things down. This year, me and my wife, had, we did for the first time a little vision board. I really know what it does, you know, some voodoo or something like that. But it's good to just write it down. Matter of fact, he says it. Write the vision down plainly. What is the vision for your life? 
we, we know what he, here at Action is what we're going to do. And, hey, if you're looking for a home church, hope, hopefully this is home for you. You know what we're all about. But why don't you join us in this mission? Because together we can do so much greater things. In your life, you can have this vision. You can write it down. But you got to activate some things in your life. And the way you do it is being strong. Is being courageous in every aspect of your life. Being strong in your declaration. What you speak matters. What you speak matters. We need to be strong in our belief. We need to be strong in our sin. We need to be courageous in our faith. We need to be courageous in our hope. We need to be courageous in our unity. And here, Axios, in this year, we have four points of focus that we're going to be focusing on. Hey, if we got to add some things here, we can. But these are the things that we're going to really be focusing on this year. Number one, outreach. We're going to get in our communities. It's not about these four walls. It's about getting outside these four walls. There's a lost and dying world out there. And who are we that we can sit in air condition and not reach them, but expect them to come to us? No, we have to go to them. We have to extend our hand, extend our resources. It's all about outreach. Number two, our, our point of focus is the next generation, our youth and children. A, a thriving church has youth and children. That's our gender, that's our legacy. So we, we report resources into our youth, which we're, we'll hopefully we start a youth group soon. If you got teenagers, we're, 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 we're working on that. We got a children's ministry that is amazing. We're pouring our resources into there because it matters to our vision. Our Sunday experience, where you're here now. It's important that you're, you, like you said, you attend. It's important that you get plugged in. It's important that you start serving. It's important that you go to growth track. It's important that you start joining to groups. It's important because we have to be unified. And like you said, groups, our small groups are so important. We want to be a church that doesn't just have small groups. We want to be a church of small groups. That's where community is built. That's where relationships are, are, are brought together. We have to do these. We don't get to do it. We, 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 don't, we don't have to do it. We get to do it. That's the vision of Axios. Isn't it kind of fun to do the impossible? Because we can do the impossible because we have a God that knows it all, that is working for our favor, not only for our church, but working in your house as well. I pray favor in your house. I pray peace in your house. I pray, I pray uh, that, that, that your family members will come to Jesus. I pray for that spouse that, that probably doesn't know God, that you, you're just inviting them every day. But guess what? One day, with your faithfulness and your consistency, keep on coming. Keep on serving. And I, I end with this. And I'm not trying to 
like put him on the spot. I probably should have told him that I wasn't trying to, but we have a family here, the Hunters. I'm going to brag on their son a little bit, Simeon. Simeon is, how old is Simeon? 17? 17 years old. I was his youth pastor just for a little bit. And kind of just, we left. We, we took a break. And then when we decided to do this, him and his friend Jonathan said, hey, I'm all in. Simeon will come each and every day by himself. His family will be going to another church and everything like that, which is great. Here at Actions, we support other churches. We ain't competing with them. Faithful. Kept on coming. 5.30 in the morning, did keep on coming. I talked to his dad the other day, and he said, my, dad, my son doesn't even get up to do anything past this certain time, and he's coming at 5.30 on a Sunday. I have to, he, he said, I have to see what this is all about. Mr. Sam started coming, right? Started coming just to explore, just to see what these crazy people my son is coming to. And he hasn't, he hasn't left ever since. He's been coming each and every day. Now, their whole family comes. Now they're bringing cousins and uncles and aunts and uh, picking this person up. On the, you're about to start singing on our worship team? We got, he, Simeon is serving. Mr. Sam was here at 530, helping up with a load in Lord. It's because faithfulness of a 17-year-old kid that saw the vision, that saw the mission and said, I am open. I will take these valleys with me. And now the whole, not only he has changed, his family has changed too. It's because of consistency and faithfulness. What can consistency and faithfulness be in your life? I'm done. You better take before I keep on talking. I'm excited about what God is doing here at Axios. We're about to baptize people. But here's the thing. How can consistency and faithfulness activate courage and a strong stance in your life? What if you have a vision for your life? What if you have a a focus for your life? Man, things can change. Your circumstances can change with vision. With vision. Thank you again for joining us here at Axios. Hey, to hear more messages just like this, go ahead and subscribe to this channel. If you want more information about Axios, go to axioschurch.com. There you can get more information, give, and connect. Remember, we love you, and we're in this together.